It's May, and it's the time of the year for high school graduation, graduation parties, heading to prom, saying goodbye to all your friends, getting ready to head to college, making plans for the next phase of your life. And for parents, it's an emotional time, that time of transition, change, of growing up, of leaving home, and heading to college. And you've done what you can to prepare your child for that transition. And now it's time to make that happen. Are you ready for the change? Is your child ready? Does your child understand how things are going to change and be different at college? It's time to talk about that initial first visit to disability services. In the K-12 system, when a student has a disability, there's not a lot of secrets, but in college, they're going to be heading into a different world. So the assumptions and the experiences and the policies and the procedures that you had at high school are going to be completely different. And so today I'm going to talk about that initial first visit with Disability Services Counselor. My question to you today is, Mom and Dad, are you ready for college? And is your child ready for college? So welcome to College Disabilities in Success, Episode 64, The First Visit to Disability Services, by Mickey Hayes. The opinions in this podcast are my own, but please reach out to your college, physician, or legal services for additional information. So let's start with the fact that your child is 18, and your son or daughter has to speak for himself or herself, and they have to be able to tell what their situation is. If you go to that initial visit, that initial appointment with them, you are there as their invited guest. And so you may find that they have to sign a release in order for you to be in there, because they're 18, and they're the legal adult now, and they're the ones in charge. So don't be surprised if that happens, and you have to sign something. Now, I personally prefer the initial visit to be with both the students and the parents, because I just find it easier that when you're having your conversations, everybody is on the same page. That way you don't get a lot of missed information or confusing points. And that's just my personal preference, but I find that it works the best. But doing that definitely requires the student to give permission for their parent to be in there. So I'm going to take a few minutes to do a little role-playing. Hi, come on in. My name is Mickey, and I'm the Disability Services Coordinator, here to get to know you and to learn a little bit about you and to talk to you about heading to college. Since you have a parent with you, you'll have to sign a release to allow them to be here. So we'll take care of that first thing. Now, when you first walk into that office, you'll probably have some sort of paperwork to take. Maybe your documentation. I don't know if you have it or not. But if you do have your documentation, you can give it to the Disability Services Coordinator, or you could hold on to it and wait until they ask you for it. It really doesn't matter. So could you tell me a little bit about yourself? What's your plans for college? What's your major going to be in college? Have you thought about what courses you're going to be taking this first semester? It's okay if you really don't know what your major is going to be at this point. Now, depending on the situation, at this point, I might have a conversation with your son or daughter about the Career Center. If I have a student who's really not sure of their path in college, the Career Center can give them an evaluation and assessments and help guide them toward a curriculum plan leading to an employment option. 
Just so you know, there are some general education majors you can start off with at college. The first couple of years are going to be general ed courses, so I'll help you get an appointment with an advisor who can talk to you specifically about some of the courses that you're going to have to take in college. There's going to be some prerequisites, some requisite courses that have to be taken, and then there will be some that are electives. So the advisor can go through all of that with you and sit down and spend some time with you to talk about the schedule you're going to create. And for parents, now depending on the size of the college, you may find that the Disability Services Advisor is also an academic advisor who will be the one specifically talking to you about your schedule and setting up those courses that you're going to take. That almost always depends on the size of the school. A smaller college often has the same person covering a couple of different areas. When you were in high school, did you have a hard time of it or did you have a pretty easy time of it? What subjects gave you the most trouble and what subjects did you find the easiest? Could you tell me a little bit about your disability? Did you bring any paperwork with you about your disability? Any paperwork from high school or anything from doctors or any tests that you've had done? And at this point, I would then take a look at the paper, do a quick once-over on the paper just to see what kind of documentation you brought with you and probably put it aside for the time being, especially if it's a complex report because I would have to sit down and take some time after you leave to read it and analyze it and figure out exactly what some of the best accommodations would be available to you and what would work and what might not work. In addition, depending upon your child's disability, I may ask for some updated documentation. I may need to see something more current. It might mean a letter from a doctor that's dated more recently. It could mean a new psychological evaluation if you have a learning disability. It just depends. I have to look at your documentation and figure out if there's going to be anything else that you have to provide for us, and we'll have that discussion as well. But if you don't have documentation, that's okay too. So you don't have any documentation with you today? That's okay. Now you have to understand though, when we're talking today, this is just to get you started. But eventually, I'm going to have to have documentation that I can evaluate to determine how to help you and support you while you're at college. Now at some point, your child and I will probably have a conversation about modifications in college because modifications in college just don't happen. You say you didn't have to do all the work everybody else did in high school? Oh, that's not going to happen at college. We can talk about that in a little while. But at college, everybody does everything that the teacher requires. See, here's the thing about college. Disability services at the colleges are not allowed to change the fundamental nature of the course by law. So I cannot go in and tell a professor that because of your disability, you should only have to do 20 terms instead of 50 because it's too hard for you. That isn't the way it's going to work here. Now, we might be able to figure out the best way for you to learn that 50 vocabulary words. We can do that together. I can help you with that. But in the meantime, you're going to have to understand that the courses that you take are not going to be modified. They're not going to be changed in any way that modifies the work that the professor expects all of their students to do. So, Mom and Dad, just to clarify the point I just made, in college, the professors are not allowed by law to change the fundamental nature of the course, and Disability Services is not allowed by law to change the fundamental nature of the course. So, whatever the curriculum is and whatever requirements the course has are the requirements that your son or daughter will have to do as a college student. Now, 
we may be able to adjust the approach using accommodations. So that is something that we would discuss at the meeting as well. Did you use a lot of accommodations while you were in high school? What kind of accommodations did you use? Did you have any trouble with your accommodations? Did you have extra time when you took a test? Did you take it in a quiet location or did you take it in the class with everybody else? In the college, if you have additional time for a test, which is a pretty common accommodation, they're not going to allow you to take that test in the classroom. And if you think about it, it makes sense because when you need additional time, you can't hold up everybody else in the class and you can't make the teacher sit there for extra time to be with you and monitor your test. So in colleges, the accommodation of additional time is going to mean that somewhere you're going to have to take that test someplace else. It might be in an empty classroom. It might be in the office with the professor, if the professor wants you in their office, if you agree to that and if your professor agrees to that. It could be in the disability services office. It could be in a test center. But it's never going to be in the classroom with everybody else. Mom and Dad, please understand that accommodations in high school are not necessarily going to be given in college. Sometimes the same accommodations overlap, but not always. So you can't go on the assumption that your child is going to automatically have the same accommodations that they had in high school. Now, at this point, I would talk about the specific way we tested our institution. And that's likely the conversation that the individual you're talking to will also do. If not, please ask, because that's something your child needs to know. If your child is going to be tested in a test center, in an office, in an empty classroom, it's good to know that information up front. Now, how are your notes? Do you take good notes in class or do you struggle with notes? If you struggle with notes, we might be able to look into getting a note taker for you. Again, I'm going to have to read your documentation to see what kind of accommodations I can give you because everything that we decide to do as far as accommodations are concerned depends on that documentation that you have. And it depends on our conversations right now and it depends on any other information that you give me. So we build a picture of you, of your needs, And we look at all the factors and try to figure out the best way to accommodate you without giving you an unfair advantage. Because the whole purpose of college accommodations is to level out the playing field and to mitigate the impact of your disability, not to give you an advantage. So let's talk about how this all works. Once you have given me the documentation that you can get me, and once everything has been evaluated, and once you have a schedule in place, you're going to visit me again. And you and I are going to sit down with that schedule and talk about the accommodations for each of those classes. Because some of the accommodations would be for some classes and not necessarily a different class. So once you have a schedule in hand, I'm going to have you come back and see me. Because at that point, then I I am going to create an accommodation form or memo or letter for you to take to your professors. Parents understand that in some cases the student himself or herself has to take the letter to the professor and sometimes the disability services forwards it electronically to professors so your child's going to have to get clarity on that procedure because no accommodations are going to happen, period, until those accommodations are actually given to the professor. The professor cannot accommodate what the professor is not aware of. And that memo, that accommodation letter, is the communication. 
it gives them the critical information that they're going to need in order to accommodate your son or daughter. By the way, the accommodation memo will not have your child's diagnosis on it. The disability will remain confidential and the professor will not have that information unless the student himself or herself decide that they want to share that knowledge with the professor. But that's an entirely personal decision, but it is not shared through the Disability Services Office. Now, I always like to take some time to go over the deadlines and the due dates for this semester coming. And if you look in your catalog, there's going to be a calendar. And the calendar tells you due dates for financial aid. It'll tell you when classes start. It'll tell you the drop ad dates. It will tell you the withdrawal dates. It also shows midterm dates, end of semester dates, any abnormalities in the schedule of classes, general information. But there's some very critical information and dates in there that you should highlight and be aware of, and especially the drop ad dates, because the drop ad dates can become a huge problem if you miss them. Not only a problem for being in class, but a problem financially, because when you get financial aid money, they're giving you financial aid money in order for you to complete the course. So if you don't complete the course, they may want their financial aid money back. You need to talk to financial aid and find out and understand those deadlines and what happens when. And that's going to be in that calendar of deadlines. Pay attention to the deadlines. I can't stress that enough. Well, I really appreciate you coming by today and it was nice meeting you. And I look forward to seeing you again. Once I get all the documentation read, and we get everything established into the system, you and I can meet again, and we'll go over your schedule. But you come and let me know when you have a schedule. Don't wait till the last minute to register for your classes, because what happens is there's usually a huge rush for registration once registration opens, and you can only get into certain classes at certain times. So you're going to have to pick the classes that you want So this is a good time for you to look at the schedule and look at the options and help your child build the schedule. Mom and dad, please don't do it for them. They need to be there. They need to be helping you with it. And they are ultimately the decision makers on that schedule. So you have to figure that out. But once you have a schedule, you're going to come back and see me. And we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about your accommodations and what you need. And I will then get that taken care of. And at some point before the semester starts, you come back and get your accommodation memos and take them to your professors. During the semester, or even before the semester, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to call me or reach out to me or email me so that we can get those questions answered. It's better to solve a problem before it happens than after the fact. So if you have no more questions, I want to thank you for being here today, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. And that, my friends, is the gist of the first initial interview with Disability Services. So you'll notice we talk a little bit about the student, the student's strengths, weaknesses, what they liked, what they didn't like, the classes that they had in high school. We didn't talk about their diploma because at this point, unless there's been a problem with the diploma that registration has picked up, the Disability Services is probably going to go on the assumption that you've been cleared through registration. Now, sometimes that doesn't happen right away, so you can get all of this stuff set up first, and then you may find out that you didn't clear registration, then you have some problems. So if you are a homeschooling parent, please, please, please talk to your college even before your kid heads towards that diploma to make sure that the college of your choice accepts the diploma that your child is going to be awarded. Where I worked, we had a list of programs in high schools that the college would accept as valid 
and accept their diplomas. And if you're not on that list, they're not going to accept you. So you want to make sure that the college that you're going to is going to accept the diploma that you are going to receive. Bear that in mind. But that's something that's already taken care of, hopefully, before the semester starts. But even if it's not at that point, we can still get the disability end of things straightened out. So if you don't have the documentation, you're going to need it before the semester starts. You're going to need it before I can give you accommodations. You're going to need it before you can get any kind of extra help and support in your classes. There's a lot of changes that happen from high school to college, but one of the biggest ones is the fact that your child is going to have to take care of his or her own business at college, and they're going to have to be on top of things. So before that happens, you folks might want to have a good conversation about exactly what is going to happen at college. The more information you know, the better. Now remember, according to ADA, every college sets up their own standards and guidelines. So the conversation that I gave you today was typical for me in my situation. It may not be the same at the college that you're going to, but they will cover the same topics. They will cover things like documentation, accommodations, areas that you struggle in, areas that you're good in, the best way they can help you. They'll give you the protocols and the timeline for when you have to have those accommodations to the teachers. So the conversation is going to be very similar to what I did today. During the semester, once you're in there and once things start, and if your child starts to struggle or hit a wall or get frustrated and they're not getting the accommodations they think they should be getting or they're not getting the support they think that they should be getting, they need to go back and talk to disability services. Keep disability services in the loop. This is not high school. Everybody doesn't know everybody else's business. And the only way disability services is ever going to know that anything is going on in the classroom is if the student comes and talks to the disability services counselor. That's just the only way they're going to know. 99% of the time, they're not going to know ahead of time. Every once in a while, you get a professor who has a heads up and gives the disability services some insight into some struggles. But honestly, in real life, that's not often the case. If you go to my website, mickeyteaches.com, that's M-I-C-K-I-E teaches.com, I have some free materials there. And in particular, I have a handout called Insights from a Disability Specialist with some of the questions like I just asked today in today's role-playing. But these are some questions that you can take with you and some questions that you should already know the answers to before you walk through that door. So if you don't know the answers to the questions, you can have those conversations with the disability services people when you're there for that initial interview. There's also a course that I put together called College and Disabilities, Nine Changes from High School that Every Parent Should Know. It's about a three-hour video course that you can go in and grab. I I took each of those sections that we talked about today and expanded on them, but there's ADA and IDEA, the differences between high school and college, talking to disability services, getting those accommodations, the differences between accommodations and modifications. There's a section on documentation. There's a section on talking to faculty. So there's quite a bit of information in there, and it's a real easy listen, and it's a quick way to get an entire overview of what college is going to be like. So if you go to the website for that, it's mickeyteaches.com. You'll see it there as well. And I'll have those links in the show notes. You know, above all, everybody wants your son or daughter to be successful. You want it. Your teachers want it. Disability Services wants it. Your son and daughter want it for sure. So the best way that you can have that happen is to be prepared. So hopefully this gave you some insight into what's ahead for you at that initial interview when your child first heads to college. Take care and have a great rest of the day. Bye.
Information contained throughout this podcast has been gleaned from my own personal experiences. But to ensure accuracy, please contact the Disability Services at the College of Your Choice to have first-hand information and the most up-to-date policies and procedures followed by your particular institution of higher education. The content in any of these podcasts is not intended as a substitute for information from legal, educational, or medical professionals. Always seek the advice of your attorney or qualified health care provider with any questions you may have with regards to legal, educational, or medical concerns.